This is episode 95 of Sustainable Photography, and I want to talk about how you can get more, how you can achieve more, how you can use your potential because you have it. And I bet you're playing small because that is so common. And I think it's something most of us do. We underestimate what we're capable of. You're listening to Sustainable Photography a podcast all about business tips, inspiration, and confidence building. I'm Ingvild Kolnes, the host of this podcast, and after over a decade as a photographer, I now help talented photographers run sustainable businesses. And for full transparency, you should know that I'm a mentor with paid offers, and I will probably mention some of those in this episode. Self-doubt and imposter syndrome is something that we've talked about on the podcast before, but I still think it's one of those things that you can't talk about enough because it's something that takes a while for you to recover from. If you can recover from it, maybe it's something you have to learn to live with and find a way to just manage. So many of us seem to think that what someone else is doing isn't for us and that we're miles away from those people and that it's going to take some time before we get to the point where we can make a living from photography or where we can have the kinds of clients that we want or that we can specialize in the thing that we truly want to do. And I hope that when you see other people doing the thing that they most want to do, when someone's doing what you most want to do, that instead of that being something that is holding you back and leading to you doubting yourself even more, that you can look at it as inspiration and something to guide you towards what you most want to do. I know that I've struggled with doubting myself and I still do at pretty much everything I do, but I'm not letting that determine what I do. So even though I strongly doubt my photography skills and that I feel like there's so much I don't know about everything that I do, I still do it because it's what feels right. And even though I know that there's more to it, there's more that I should be able to do, there's more that I could know more about, that what I know and what I do is still good enough. I think that's an important distinguishment that yes, I realize that I could do more and be more and be better, but where I am now is still good enough. So I hope you can learn to find the same kind of knowledge in yourself as well, that yeah, I could be better, I could do better, but what I do now is still good enough. Because when it comes to not thinking that we're good enough, it's usually because we're afraid of what our clients are going to say, especially if you've just delivered a gallery and you don't hear back the instant that you've sent it from your clients saying how much they love the photos. But the truth is that so often you deliver a gallery and you know you could have worked on this for a hundred more hours and it still wouldn't be perfect, but your clients will still love it. And Yes, you have to be happy with what you do. If you do something that you're not happy with and if you do things that are really against what you believe in, then of course don't do it. But if it's that feeling of, oh, I could just do a little bit better, 
then I want to urge you to just do it anyway and try to notice what your clients and what your peers say, because you'll always see the things that aren't perfect because you're the person closest to your work. And if other people think it's good enough, then it is good enough for what you're doing. But it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to evolve and get better. But if it's good enough for your clients, that means that it's good enough for you to charge good money for it. And I think that's a really important lesson here in that you can keep doing it and you can keep improving, but charge because that's what this podcast is all about. Not charging money, but running a business. And a lot of the time we feel bad and we think that we're not good enough and that leads to us playing small. It leads to us holding ourselves back from where we want to be and know that we have to be. If you run your numbers, you know what you need to charge. And if you don't know what to charge, please do the math. It's really important that you know what you need to charge. But if you're struggling with self-doubt and overthinking things, you should learn some techniques for trying to quiet that inner critic. One thing that I've done is to add little notifications on my alarm on my phone where it goes off at different times during the day and it tells me empowering quotes and nice things like, remember that you're worth it or you deserve to get paid. Like whatever it is that you need to tell yourself, just create little notifications like that. It can also be post-its on your mirror or a letter that you write yourself. It can take any form that you want. But there is some power in that where you are telling yourself that you're good enough. And also having a network around you of other creatives that you can lean to for support, having a mentor to talk to who will guide you so that you're not doing this alone because you don't have to do it alone. There's someone out there who's right for you that you can get support from and who can be there for you when you're not believing in yourself. When you know that you want more than what you have today, whatever that might be, it's a good idea to write down clear goals. What do you actually want to accomplish? Write it down because once you know where you want to go, then you can create a plan to get there. And again, this is also something that we've covered on the podcast before. I'll be sure to link to those episodes in the show notes. But I want to mention it again because it's one of those things that can lead to a big change. If you know that you want to double your income, if you know what kinds of people you want to work with, if you know that you want to free up your time, then create some numbers around that. If you want to double your income, how much is that? If you want better clients, who are these clients? And if you want more time, how much time and what do you want to spend it on? write it down specifically. And once you have it written down, then try to create a plan of how to get there. If you want to work with these kinds of clients, what's it going to take? Do you need to do a rebranding? Do you need to do marketing in a different way? Do you need to build your network so that you can get to know more people who are more like those kind of clients? And once you know what you need, then it's easier for you to actually go and do that. 
Because if you don't know, if you've never thought about it, if you've never created a plan, then it's going to be really hard slash impossible to get there. One of the things that I hear the most from the photographers I work with is that they feel they don't have enough time and that everything they do feels equally important. It's really hard to to choose the right things to work on. And most of the time, client work takes the priority. You want to finish that gallery and deliver it. You just want to get the work done because it's often what takes up the most space in your mind. And while I completely understand that, because I myself have had that feeling of, okay, my goal is for as soon as I'm done shooting a wedding, I want to edit it and get it done before the next wedding. And if you work like that, you're always going to feel stressed and pressed for time. So I recommend that you don't work like that. I recommend that you set aside time to deal with your client work and that you set aside time to deal with the other stuff because there's a lot of other stuff that you should prioritize in your business. And if you don't spend your time working on the other stuff, on the business growth, on the strategies, on the marketing, then you can get to a point where you don't have any client work left in the queue. So it's important to do both. If you're struggling with time and you feel like you never have enough time to do all the things, I want you to start practicing delegating. I bet if I asked you to, you could write down a list of the things that you do that you don't enjoy, that takes too long, that you just don't want to do. And from that list, I bet you could find one thing, just one thing that you could let someone else do for you. Whether that is grocery shopping, cleaning your house, designing albums, editing photos, or accounting or marketing. And you can start small. Just get rid of one task, one thing that's going to give you more time. You can get your groceries delivered. You can have someone come clean your house once a week. You can have someone make a website for you. You can have someone create all your Instagram posts and post them for you. You don't have to do everything yourself, which is also one of those mental hurdles that you have to get over because it's still going to be your business, even though you don't do all the work yourself. Before I ever created this podcast, I had a program. I still do. It's called the Sustainable Photography Program. And my mentors at the time, I think I had two different ones, tell me that it was a bad idea to call it something with sustainable. But that word just really meant something to me. Yes, it's long. It's probably inconvenient. And my mentors both thought that profitable was a better word. But profitable wasn't enough for me because I know a lot of photographers who run a profitable business, but that doesn't mean that it's sustainable. It doesn't mean that it's something that they can have working for them in the long run. Because often, a profitable photography business means that you're overworking. You're saying yes to too many clients that you don't really enjoy working with. And if it's going to be sustainable, you need to learn how to say no. You need to increase your prices. You need to work on your mindset. 
you need to discover who you are and what you truly want. And if you've listened to more than a few episodes, you know that whenever I talk with someone on the podcast, I always ask them what they think of being a sustainable business is. And everyone has a different answer. And I think that's so fascinating. And there's not been a single person that I've disagreed with because sustainability in terms of business is so many different things. You have to be financially sustainable, environmentally sustainable, socially sustainable. It has to make sense in terms of your energy and your general enjoyment, how much you thrive. It's really, really important. Part of why I wanted to get into photography business education to begin with is because I know so many photographers who have given up, who've ended up burnt out, who've just had too much going on. And even though we talk about it sometimes, I just don't feel like it's talked about enough that if you really enjoy what you're doing, it's harder for you to put on the brakes and slow down. And I think for many of us, that's what we need the most, to just stop and say no to clients while we're building out our systems, while we're creating that long-term strategy. Because if you're getting too many clients in the door and you're growing too fast, then the risk of burnout becomes even more real. And that's the last thing that I want for you. So I hope that you can believe in yourself enough for you to realize that it's okay to slow down. It's okay to say no. It's okay to take time for you and for what you need. And it's okay for you to invest in yourself and your business and give yourself what you really want and need. Because that kind of leads me into my final point for today. And that is, it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation. Are you going to wait to invest in your business until you're getting in enough clients or until you're charging enough? Or are you going to invest in education and help before you get to that point so that you're going to get there quicker? As with everything else that we talk about here, there's not a right or a wrong answer, but it is a question that I want you to ask yourself. If I invest in this thing in my business, what is that going to lead to? Is it just an expense that's not going to really lead to anything changing? Or is it something that's going to help me get back my time, my energy, be more profitable or enjoy my work more? Whenever I sell courses or programs, I often hear from people, oh yeah, that sounds interesting, but I don't need this one thing. And then out of the 15 things that might be on the list of what you're getting, there's one thing that they don't feel they need or they have this one thing under control. So they end up not investing. And sure, it might just be an excuse, but I think it's important to look at it from a bit of a broader perspective because just because you don't need everything or just because you didn't have the time to go through everything or just because... It wasn't always a good fit. That doesn't mean that it's not or that it won't be worth it. Just think about Netflix. It's very basic example. And in a way, you can't really compare it. But 
if you pay for Netflix for a month or a year, you might watch a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of what's on there. But if you found some shows that you enjoyed, that might be good enough, even though it's not possible to actually go through everything that's on there. That doesn't mean that it won't be worth it for you. So before you ever consider investing in anything for your business, just take a minute and think about how is this going to pay off? Is it going to be worth it? That's what you need to think about, not if you need all the different bells and whistles that it might come with. So I hope this episode gave you some courage and gave you a little bit of insight as to how you can think about things in a different way, how you can get out of your own head and start believing in yourself and think that what you do is good enough, even though it can always be improved because it can always get better. But that's okay because you're still good enough and that's what matters. You just listened to an episode of Sustainable Photography. Please share this episode with a photographer you care about. 